inspire. Welcome back to Starting Now. I'm your host, Jeff Saris. This is the show where I usually talk to a guest and we deconstruct the uh, unexpected paths to entrepreneurship. This episode, though, is a little different. I am talking to Dave Latula, my business partner at Spire. And I feel like this should actually have a different name. Like, I'm not really sure what we would call it, but I feel like these might be... um, I've been thinking instead of starting now, this is like still now or still growing. I don't know. Like, what do you think about that? Because I feel like we're going to dive into just who we are, what we're doing and how we're sustaining for all this time. Yeah, well, I definitely think you need a a different name for it. That would make (laughs) sense, right? Mm -hmm. Because it isn't starting, although we're always starting, but Mm -hmm. still now. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) <laughs> well, I was trying to keep the SN. <laughs> it, it's weird, but it's like, yeah, because like we're starting now, sort of getting started with the podcast, getting started with the business, whatever someone's doing and thinking about, I mean, it's always now. That's the thing that I was thinking because we're never, we're never there. We never get to some unexpected or some sort of imagined destination because no. we're still hustling just like we have been. Yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> you just wish there was an end of the rainbow sometime. Where's my pot of gold, bro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's the thing because it doesn't, nothing changes. Like I think sort of the general, um, the expectation is that one day we're going to like hit it, we'll be done or maybe not done, but that there's something different. But we've been going at this for a decade. Like the two of us working together, it's been a full yeah. decade now. And yeah. And then... I was yeah, doing like it I did. since 2000. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I did it. just a few years earlier was my first project. The very first thing I did was like maybe 96, 97. And that was like when I was in high school. So it was like nice. the first website I did, first paid project. So first like professional gig. Yeah. But yeah, then over the years, it was just, it was really sporadic. Not all that consistent. Nowhere near it is, nowhere near where it is now or where it's been for the last decade for us. But um yeah, there's definitely yeah. no endpoint though. It's crazy. I was thinking mm-hmm. about that, yeah, earlier today because we have so many sort of new things happening all the time. We're always yeah. starting. We're always starting mm-hmm. something. Oh yeah, I've, and especially I've been right told, now. Oh yeah, yeah, especially now, right? Mm-hmm. It's funny. I've talked to people like they see that as a problem, and I get their perspective because they mm-hmm. they're on like a singular path with a singular focus, which I really appreciate but I feel like our focus is always sort of shifting and we're always starting something. That's Mm -hmm. the fun part. Starting's fun. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So I just realized I'm hearing your mic. I'm hearing your headphone mic. There we go. How's that? Okay. Yeah. Cool. That sounds good. Okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah, all of this, this is a work in progress. Anyone listening right now, this is a little... You can see it as a bonus episode for the the audio podcast. We're not doing a video like we normally do. This is really a completely new, different approach. I'm doing a live edit with a couple of pieces of software here. So the intro I normally record later. We had the little Spire Sting on the front. Only took, what, a uh, half hour to figure out why we couldn't get all the audio routed right. <laughs> but it's fun. You're, I like playing I will say, stuff. though, you're so good at problem solving, man. I, <laughs> well, I'm... Thanks. 
Yeah, I really appreciate that about you. Uh, you know that printer you gave me? Uh-huh. Plugged it in, hit print, worked beautifully. Changed the ink. Now it just will not print. The software keeps <laughs> crashing. I almost put a screwdriver through it this morning. Oh, geez. I'm just like, I get so heated. It drives uh-huh. me mad. Drives me <laughs> mad. You're so good. You keep your cool. You're like, well, what if I try this? <laughs> so that is my thing, like problem solving. That That's why I do everything I do really stems from problem solving. And I did that from my dad. I mean, he's always fixing things and repairing anything. Like, you name it. We, we would rarely buy it. And we get new stuff. Obviously, we'd buy new stuff. But like vehicles and things, like, if I run into a problem that I can't figure out, he always does. He always has some sort of solution. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's killer. But you, you do keep a cool head. It's good. I'm more like uh, the Bill Burr approach, kicking <laughs> stuff and <laughs> breaking things. And mm-hmm. it'll get done. Just everything in the house is busted. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, so I actually wanted to... I'm just going to adjust my audio a little bit here. I'm watching I'm watching levels, doing things I don't normally do because I'm normally uh-huh. just talking, just recording. And yeah, now I can actually monitor things. This is this is interesting. I kind of like this. Nice. Um, we'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll see if the actual audio out of Zencaster is clean or if it is just a mess. <laughs> like, I have no idea. Uh-huh. Um, but I think... I think I have it routed well, okay. but so yeah, this will be just a wide open kind of um, a new format for us. We're going to talk just about what we're up to. Um, we'll have a topic for every week and really just sort of diving into what it's like to be running and sustaining a business for, for a decade and, and what we see in the future. And this will just be a um, sort of a stick with us kind of show. Like this is how how we're approaching it. It's not the right way. I mean, there's real there's no right way for any of this. But we're just trying to sustain our business, sustain our revenue, and continue to grow where we want to, dial it back where it makes more sense. I mean, we definitely take a a minimalist approach to how we run our business. I mean, through and through, it's just the two of us. We have yep. minimal minimal expenses. I mean, even everything we're doing right here. What do we even? There's nothing that I paid for that we're using right now. Yeah, like just we're the using. Mic. Yeah, yeah, the mics. That's it. Zencaster is free. The software. I'm, I guess the soundboard is going to be something I would pay for if we end up doing this more. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we just we work with what we have. So. Hell yeah. Yeah. Can, so so I actually wanted to now. start. Oh yeah, for sure. So many resources to get started on anything, and. Today, I want to talk about ambition and sort of like sort of this is a big, broad topic, but how we've kept our ambition over time. But first, I just wanted to tell you about Bert's show last night. Um, I see your I shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see him. So for anyone listening, um, Bert Kreischer is a comedian. If you're not familiar, he's done a ton of stuff. I mean, a bunch of stand-up specials. His he's He's known as The Machine because years ago, he did one... Uh, one bit called the machine that he still to this day closes every show with. He closes his show and then comes back and does the machine because people just love it. And um, Burt Kreischer is the guy that the movie Van Wilder was based on with um, Ryan Reynolds. And it was from based on when he went to, I think Florida state, one of the, one of the colleges in Florida, but he is, he is my favorite comedian. Like we've seen, we've seen Burt multiple times, Tom Segura, uh, Louis, 
Bill Burr, John Mulaney, uh, Ryan Hamilton. I'm sure I'm forgetting people. We've seen almost all of them multiple times. But I think every time we've seen Burt, it has been better than all of those. Like, it's really interesting. Um, let me just see one. Okay. <laughs> yep, it is. What was that? So, so that was the trial for the software. And apparently it only went for, I don't know, 20 minutes. I had no idea. Because it oh, actually wow. never said anywhere, like, how long the trial was. Hmm. But I don't know. I want to play with this stuff more, so I like, might as well buy it. Speaking yeah. of not spending a lot of money, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's just interesting to be able to route what the software does is it routes the audio from um, however we want it to go. So I'm able to take that software that I'm using for the soundboard, route it to my headphones, take the soundboard along with my mic and route it to Zencaster and Zoom. So it's it's mm. interesting to be able to gotcha. yeah, toggle them on and off, things I wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway... So, Bert Kreischer, I mean, he is, it's crazy. His, I don't even know where to start, but to me, like, I've, I've been trying to think about this. In, in my taste, I think he is maybe the top entertainer of today. Because, like, sort of end to end, he has everything covered. I mean, just running through the show yesterday. So it was, um, it's the last show of his drive-in movie theater tour, which movie theater is a very loosely, very loose, uh, very loose uh, name because this was the parking lot of the Now Center or Now Arena, whatever it's called. And they've been doing events like this. Well, movies and things there. But you pull up, you're in line because obviously everyone's in cars. So it's taking a little bit to actually load into the lot. And I know I sent you the photo of this, but they, they're handing everyone air fresheners with this uh, this painting of Bert from The Cabin, the, his show that's on Netflix right now. And on the back, it says Hot Summer Nights Tour 2020. There's a discount code for uh, free shipping from his merch online. So if you wanted to buy anything that they didn't have there. And that was just sort of, it's the first example of how every touch point, like he looks at every touch point from a marketing standpoint, branding, all of it. Like you pull in, it shows on the monitors all of his normal branding, which is great. Like, it is so good now. Like, I mean, I actually, I bought a shirt. I don't normally buy a shirt, but it's also, you want to support him, you know, oh, like yeah. in a way yeah. beyond just going to the show. And like, you set the radio to the station. It was like 104.5 or whatever, and it's broadcasting right away. And it's just playing music. But then you realize... He did this for his theater shows too, but in between every song, Bert is essentially, it's pre-recorded, but he's essentially the DJ. So he jumps in and he's like, oh, this uh, this Tom Petty song, blah, blah, blah. He has a story that goes with it, whatever it is. Or Leanne, his wife is there with him. They're, they're saying, talking about something and they jump in the next song. So he curated everything. What I really like, <laughs> there was one part, he's like, this is my favorite song that I've ever found on the internet. And it was a mashup of like Miley Cyrus and oh, I can't remember who now. I wish I could remember who, but I'm like, it's hilarious because he essentially just like Napstered a song, <laughs> like just like whatever that the equivalent of that is today, because I can't mm -hmm. imagine he had like a license deal for that or anything, but yeah, he's just yeah. playing it like during his tour. But every little touch point along the way, even to the point that when we're on the way out, which I hadn't thought about this, but this is a stand-up 
it's stand up outside. You're sitting in your cars. Bert always takes his shirt off and it was 40 degrees last night and he was out there not shivering. I mean, he, he did his full set. He didn't rush anything. Like it was, it was great, but there's all of that, but they're also serving alcohol, alcohol in a parking lot that you drink in your car. And I was like, that's a really it, right? <laughs> but you don't think about yeah. that, but it's that's what people great. want at like a show like this. Yes. So they're doing that. And then on the way oh out, God. <laughs> which great. I think, I think this probably, I'm, I feel like Bert had something to do with this, but I don't know exactly like how it was set up. But on the way out, they stopped every car and handed them a four pack of Red Bull. And I'm like, is that the theater? Is that just Bert? I mean, Bert has very specific drinks that he loves, and I'm pretty sure Red Bull and vodka is one of them. But Tito's and vodka is like his main thing, or Tito's and soda. Yeah. Um, but just every little touch point like that, it's really impressive. And all the branding, all like the intro showing all these different things he's been up to over the course of his career, but even just in the last year, it's, I don't know, it's it's just mind-blowing. Like I love his shows and just that he he thinks about every last detail. <laughs> Do you know uh, what kind of team he has around him for that? So I'm not really sure, but I, what I, when it comes to branding, when it comes to, uh, well, not even all this year, he does so much on his own. That's like, what I've de- heard. Yeah. Yeah. The degree to which he approaches it and doesn't bring anyone in is mind boggling. I mean, the premise of his show is that he's working so hard all the time that he's going to take time off. And what he does is he goes to a cabin and records a TV show. <laughs> like, just the whole premise. It's crazy. But most of his videos and things, he shoots on, on his own. But when he takes it up a notch, he always hires, like, professionals. I know his branding. Like, he definitely has someone do He's not doing that. He's not sure. doing shirts and merch. But still, it's just such an immense amount of output it for really that one is. show. I mm-hmm. mean, you sent me some pictures. I'm like, this is a whole bunch of work. A oh, whole yeah. bunch of work with, yeah, like you <laughs> mm-hmm. say, a lot of little details to consider. I think the drinking in the car just kills me. That is so funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And so, and that's the thing too, is during the, like the DJ set, you could say in between the songs, he's saying things like, oh, you can't, you can be outside your car. Just make sure you're um, aware of others, like sort of be respectful of others in their space and stay right near your car. Um, he's like, we do have alcohol. You can order it through your phone if you want, or you can walk over and grab it. Like all these things that are just just dialed in perfectly. And yeah. he arguably, I could I'm, I could be way off, but arguably, I think he created this um, comedians going to drive-ins thing because he started it maybe in maybe June, maybe May. He was he was talking about it from almost day one. Nice. And he's like, this is what I want to do. I don't know how many theaters there are, but like, I think this could, could be what we're doing because he is a comedian. Like he, he needs to be on the road with people. That's they what he all does. do. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, they're all aching for it. I mean, it's rough. So what a cool yeah. thing to put together and to have conceived that straight away. You mm-hmm. know, that's, that's yeah. a nice problem solving. And then to create uh-huh. such a cool uh, experience. That's even, it's a far better experience than going to a nightclub or a, comedy club oh so much better yeah it's it's just night and day it's but that's the thing so you mentioned um oh what did you say earlier it was something about um 
just right into the silence. Oh, yeah, you like make a joke and you're wearing people wearing a mask now. You don't see them smile and you might not hear them laugh and it feels like you're into no- the nothing, the ether. Mm-hmm. That, I think last night was the first show. This This was the last show of the Hot Summer Nights Tour and it was 40 degrees outside. <laughs> yeah. I think this was the first show where most of the people were in their cars because it was freezing outside. Sure. And so he's getting um, no feedback. It is so difficult. Like you can hear people up front, but you also think about this is a parking lot for an arena. It was like some cars were far away because it was sold out. So, I mean, it's a lot of people there um, to see him. So even if people are cheering in the back, he's not hearing them. You can't even see them because the the lights are shining on him, not out. Um, But yeah, it was to be able to do that too to um he rips off his shirt because he started doing it and he said he can't see ever not doing that both for him but also for the audience because people that's like what they want people cheer like it's part of the brand now yeah but i didn't like when he was taking his shirt off i was like no don't do it because it's you didn't it's just so cold i was standing there with a hoodie and my north face jacket and like shivering right like right away it was just so bitter cold you're in a flat parking lot next to an expressway no Mm. trees or dampening wind it was just bitter cold all night so like we were in our car most of the time but yeah it's he has you have to be really oh for sure and you have to be seasoned i uh, i could see that going so terribly wrong without feedback i don't Mm -hmm. know i've never done it but I'm sure he's playing it over in his head. He's like, I've done this a thousand times. There's a laugh track. All right, let me Uh join in and go into the next bit. Yeah, brilliant. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, and even when when there's just a few people laughing or whatever he's hearing from the front, um, yeah, that's that's all he needed. But people were, I mean, (laughs) the first couple, the openers came out and they're like, why the hell do you live here? (laughs) Because I, I really think this was the first cold show they've done. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speaking of, um, so I wanted to have like a segment on this show, like what are you excited about right now? So whether it's work stuff, whether it's other things, and I feel like obviously you can share whatever you're excited about, but mm-hmm. I feel like I know where it's going and it has something to do with where you're living. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, a few things I'm excited about. One is you know, a couple of our platforms that we're building. That's always sort of in my head as it is yours. And that's sort of an ongoing thing. But right now the big uh, sort of peak thing for me that really gets me up in the morning is uh, uh, van and truck conversion and building uh, vehicles to live in. Too mm-hmm. much fun. <laughs> so much fun. We talked about it so many years ago. It's always been on the radar. And so to be... Um, in it finally and having spent the summer boondocking and traveling and in a minivan that I built out was great fun and so uh I'm digging it super fun I love all the skill building that's involved um and the problem solving it it is and somehow it yeah it's different than tech for me because it's physical like I'm I'm good at solving physical problems um Mm -hmm. so I I can enjoy that a bit more. And so right now I just bought a truck that I'm going to be living in. Uh, I've been all over the place with this, as you know, I was like, Oh, I'm going to build a van. And I'm like, you know, no, I'm going to get a tow along 
and it's just been, I built a van, tried that. And now I'm like, you watch a few YouTube videos. You're like, this guy's living in a Prius. I'm going to live in a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the truck build is just a uh, standard pickup truck with extended cab. And I just started, I just bought the thing, what, a week ago, just started building it out a couple days ago. And uh, I've got about, what, maybe seven feet by four feet by 41 inches high. And that's going to be my new living that's space. Yeah, a little over three feet, three feet, yep. uh, five yeah, inches. Three. Wow. It, that's vertically, that's tight. But the rest of it, I like those dimensions. Yeah. And, you know, it's it came with the cap. And so that's why I bought it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I will probably upgrade the cap. <laughs> but until I do, I'm going to customize the hell out of this one. Um, yeah. But that's been and fun. For anyone and listening, I- you mentioned you already built a van. So, yes. Um, yeah, the van wasn't for you. So just you oh, yeah, a yeah. fleet of these <laughs> yeah. lying around. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, yeah, I built out a, a, a van for my girlfriend. Not for her. It was for us. Um to, to try out the lifestyle in and we will be, we've decided, uh, given that we're both quite independent and like solo travel that we'll be caravanning together along with, you know, whoever else we meet on the road in our own vehicles. Um, but that was fun building out a minivan was really a good time. That's also a tight, a much tighter space than say a sprinter or something, right? It's not that big. Uh, but About, that's where, so, to talk on that about that for a second. Yeah. What? How old is that van again? And cause it's like a Winds. No, it's not a Windstar. What is it? That is a uh, 05 Chevy Venture minivan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it With was pretty affordable. Very. I think it was four thousand bucks. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of this. Um, you know that I've a uh, big thing that I've been learning is like, cause once you start looking at van life videos, you're like, all right, cool. I just need a hundred grand to get into this <laughs> so I can buy my $80,000 sprinter and my $12,000 build out. Right. Uh, that's just, I mean, that's great. Good for them. Right. It's just a different, uh, I'm, I'm going after something a little different. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea of buying the older vehicles with decent mileage, you know, still in good condition, super simple that you can work on. And if it, something goes wrong, it's, you can fix it. Um, cause my truck is only 5,500 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to spend like maybe 300 bucks building it out. Maybe, yeah. uh, you know, I'll scavenge the wood again, get whatever I need off the street. And, um, boom, you're in the life. I mean, it's that quick because it's, it's much easier. I realized that you can always build more, get more, you know, oh, yeah. but, but what I realized with the van is I built out all this stuff and I'm like, Hey, I do not need running water in my van and I don't need it. And I don't need mm-hmm. a refrigerator. Yeah. Right. So now I'm like, okay, for me, I'm going to start real small and then mm-hmm. I will build up. Yeah, For but sure. that's the that thing. That thing's been fun. I was out there just a little while ago. I'm spray painting the whole back and sanding it and spray painting it, the interior, building that out. And um, I can't wait to get back to it. I'll be working out there all yeah. night, I'm sure. Yeah, and it, and it really helps too because we live on the computers, and mm-hmm. that's just like your life just goes by so fast when you look at the computer. Yeah. So definitely. this this helps to slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and i think 
I think that's the thing. Like we're talking about problem solving. And I think we're both innately problem solvers in that like we actually thrive on that. And I think that that's part of what like a big appeal of van life is. Because yeah. I mean, like we've talked about it, like I wanted to get one of those vestibule trailers, which still isn't isn't like out of the realm of possibility, but just the thought of being on the road completely self-sufficient, I guess problem solving and self-reliance. Those, yeah, self-reliance. Those are the, yeah, the two core sort of tenets of who we are, what we do as a business and personal. personal. Yeah, 100%. I mean, there's nothing cooler to be independent fully. I mean, it's such mm-hmm. a cool thing. And this really takes it to that next level. I mean, I, I have solar. Um, I, I have like everything I need for a few hundred bucks. You know, and then when you realize, well, I can do all of this and live happily, you you know, what what is the point? <laughs> what is the point exactly of having more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, like I said, getting more, you can always get more. So for sure, yeah, yeah and I mean, we can still run our business too. That's what's crazy. Like, in fact, not crazy for us, but crazy in that like we can run a successful business that is sustaining both of our lifestyles. And you don't actually even have to have a home base. It's because everything we've done, we have no overhead. We don't have any physical products. We have equipment, as in like mm-hmm. the the laptop and now a microphone. But you have so yeah. much more to carry now, it's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I've been thinking about it. This mic's uh-huh. a little big. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, it's exciting times. I mean, that and then all the stuff we're doing with, with the business and with our... Um, various platforms like kidney stone diet and things like there's there's a lot that's going to be coming out of spire hq you could say in the yep. in the coming months and in year yeah and um, i think the I diversity like, is super cool i know a lot of like sure. i was saying you know people i appreciate when they have one thing and they do it really well and they just dig 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 and that's what they do um, but we did that for a while and uh we burnt out <laughs> we burnt yeah. out badly back in 2014 mm-hmm. or something. And um, yeah, I think diversity and what you're doing is super important to stay interested in all the things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, that leads perfectly into the, the main topic of ambition and sort of sustaining this over time because, I mean, we've done web design and development forever. Like this is, that has been our bread and butter. And when we started, we we worked together but with another partner it was a different business completely and we weren't running the business that we wanted to run we were running one because we were we were we were just contractors yeah. so we weren't able to craft the business in the way we wanted to so we were i don't want to say sweatshop but we were running <laughs> it like that's what it was like, yeah, I mean, we were running it in a way that was not sustainable because, yeah. I mean, over the course of a year, we were charging so little, we had to turn out a minimum of like a minimum of absolute minimum of one site a week. Yeah. But there were weeks that they were typically two, maybe three. And I think we had one with four sites in one week that I had to build. Oh, my and, God. Which meant you were also designing them at the same like yeah. the same pace just a week before me. And that just didn't work for us. So we we were making enough money to get by, but we were, I mean, every day was a 14 hour day, seven days a yep. week. Every day. Yeah. However, I wouldn't trade that for anything, having not gone to school for anything. Mm-hmm. So that was, I just regarded that as my 
my college. I was like, here Absolutely. we go. Let's get busy. I think. Well, and that's um, the thing. I mm-hmm. went to school, but like I learned programming, sort of the fundamentals. I went to school for computer science, but this stuff is a different world. It's not yeah. even because we're not even just selling a developed site. We're selling sort of a business that someone is coming to us to help them craft. That's what's funny when we think back on that. It's not like we were doing just the design and development. Mm-hmm. It's like, where did all the language? Because nobody knew what the <laughs> hell. They just wanted a business and they bought a domain, right? Oh, mm-hmm. selling, selling pet supplies. I'm like, okay, do you have any language? Well, no. Yeah. It's pretty hard to create a website with no language. So we ended up doing all of that. So mm-hmm wouldn't change it for anything it was fantastic to be able to just crush it like that and just deep dive into other people's businesses and i always encourage young people i'm like just get busy man get as busy as you can hate your life for a whole bunch of years get good at this (laughs) whatever you're doing yeah you need to be an apprentice you need to learn the craft by doing it because if we're not i mean you can watch as many YouTube videos as you want, but if you're not building a van, you you don't have any of that experience that then you can apply to the next build or to help other people. Yep. It's, you got to do it. And you know bloody well it's going to be a revenue stream before long. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, like you said, like we diversify. So it was several years that we were doing only design and development. We were, I mean, I think I only made it 18 months with the other uh, team. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, cause it was those 14 hour days, it was too yeah. much. And, um, then we ended up splitting off and starting Spire on our own and yeah. over the, over a since... weekend, by the way. Oh yeah. 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 Started I mean, our business. Talk about that at all? <laughs> I'm down. That's fun. I mean, that's what it's all about. That is the getting started right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, once we finally met after having worked together for something like a year or something, mm-hmm. it's close to that, I think. Yeah. About uh, yeah, a year and a quarter or so. Yeah. So once we finally met and uh, uh, I invited you to New York, you came and that it was, we decided that weekend before you left, we came up with a name and decided, you know what, let's just build a business on the down low, not let anybody know about it. You know, we'll just, you know, transition yeah, we to this slowly. Yeah, what we were doing is we were taking the existing uh, work that we had. So we both had our own personal client projects and things. And my strength is development, but I could design. Your strength is design, and you can develop. So it just made sense to be working together rather than apart on these. Yeah, so one weekend we shot all of our footage, shot all of our uh, photos, created the whole brand sort of essence, really. I mean, the whole mm-hmm. style everything it was pretty it came together quick it was great oh yeah uh, and then what within a week or two weeks we were you know we were starting to take on people <laughs> it didn't take yeah long. it was it was quick because yeah. yeah a few a few people from the community like just appreciated our work and started yeah. sharing it and we're like oh well i guess this is starting now <laughs> yeah that's right um but yeah that's how it, it happens man. Over, for sure and it was over text i mean like uh, just chatting through the computer over text. And it was the one day I was just like, oh, what do you think about the name Spire? You're like, okay, mm-hmm. it's good. I'm like, okay, I bought it. We're mm-hmm. we're a business now. And yeah. like, that was it. And then we, like you said, we did a bunch of um, journalistic style, like, uh, or what's the like editorial type? Yeah. yeah, editorial. There you go. Yeah. Um, photos of us just throughout New York City, because that's where you're living at the time. 
we threw up our tagline was web design. We don't just do it. We live it. So we were all over New York with our laptops. That's right. And like, even thinking back, I mean, this is 2010 or 2000, what, 11? Yeah, 11. Yeah. Um, and no, people weren't posting photos and stuff like that. Like now everyone has yeah. like their lifestyle photos. They have, they're an influencer for their lifestyle. And we were doing it because we wanted to be different. Like at the time, that was a way we could stand out is like you went to the site, you saw our stupid faces doing pretty much always something stupid somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> that was just our <laughs> yeah. approach. That was our brand. <laughs> stupid. Uh-huh. Yeah. Being dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we use that on social media. We had all these different. Um, I'm trying to think some of the things. I really liked Spire name drops. I was that very was proud great, of that one. That was so much fun, and I remember people yeah. like. Well, some people got offended, uh-huh. which is a yeah, great so just, thing. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's just it's just us having fun. But what we were doing was um, because we we've had a good community for a very long time. When you're doing what I would like to think is like sort of top top shelf work you tend to build a community of doers who respect what you're up to so since the early days we've had a community of like recognized people that we would interact with and stay connected with so every so often we'd see one of them in person we'd take a photo with them and as people do you name drop but our version of spire name drops was a photo next to someone who's recognizable with their name plastered across their face so you can actually see who it is but you could see (laughs) us yeah you could see (laughs) us with our arm around uh this guy who people happen to recognize but you can't really see them at all and but that that was our humor that we were i'm not even was our humor that is our humor but it's what we were injecting into the brand which yeah, and those guys liked fun. it. The the people oh, yeah. who people actually knew, right? Uh-huh. I thought they yeah. got a kick out of it. Like this is so stupid. It's like, yep, uh-huh. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I want to do this because just the the chatting, just us being us doing something public. I think this will this will help get us back. Not in front of the camera. I well, maybe this will be video at some point, yeah. which. Some of the stuff I'm excited about is all software stuff and OBS is software used for live streaming. And I realized I could use that to live edit a podcast. So just like I'm doing now with live editing the audio, I could live edit the video and everything. And Damn. that would make these so much quicker. That's going to be super I'd... cool. Like that's a lot of uh, mental gymnastics happening there. So that's why I want to start slowly trying this. Like if, if we do this chat every week, every two weeks, whatever it is, and I'll mm-hmm. just draw it as audio only for a bit. I want to work my way up to that because yeah. that is, I think, live streaming. I, I even hesitate to say the future because so many people do it and so many people are successful at it right now. But I feel like it's still in its early stages. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been watching Shim from Sick Puppies. As soon as quarantine hit, he started streaming on Facebook and he would do these. Uh, he does a few different shows now, but he would do a live songwriting event. So right. once a week, he would get together. Well, get together. He'd be in his studio. You would you would connect to the live chat. He'd be like, OK, what do we say? What kind of song do we want to write today? What what should it feel like? What do you want lyrics to be like or what topic? And then he works through lyrics. He works through the music. He starts layering it together. Next week, you pick up where you left off. He started this right away. And just 
recently, like very in the last couple of weeks, I've really been taking a look at live streaming with him and some other people. He is doing an ungodly amount of streaming now. It is, I think he does 3 to 5 a.m. and 7 to 9 p.m., four days a week. Then he does a premium VIP live stream, which, by the way, I'm, I've talked to him a little bit, and he said he'd be on the main starting now show. So I'm really hoping to make that happen sometime soon. That would be awesome. awesome. Be but great. I've used him as an example for doing business marketing and like running or business band, like running a band as a business. I've used him as, as an example for years because Sick Puppies to me was one of the success stories of, I want to say entrepreneurship because he does both exceedingly well and seeing him do this live stream building up the true 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 fans like he knows them he knows them by name he's shitting on them all the time like because they're they're just shitting on each other back and forth and it's just a fun communal thing he has all these different um he has tiers of membership through patreon you people wanted to support him more than his highest tier so he made a general tier when you're a general, he gives you a, which is like above 20 or 40 bucks a month or something. And he gives you this special command that you can type into Twitch. And when you enter, you have your little video that pops up and it, so people know that a general's in the room and he'll like salute them. He'll say something like all this stuff to make it like, you're really a part of something. And then at the end, you also have songs like these songs that this community wrote together that they're good. Like, like, I'm not saying like, oh, the community is just really good at writing lyrics, just combined with Shim as the artist. They are great songs. Like they're really catchy. The songs that stick in my head for weeks and it's crazy. But seeing him do that, I've seen, because I love football, you don't watch a lot of sports, but um, I've seen this guy, Pat McAfee, mm-hmm. pop up on YouTube all the time. And it's always clips of like interviewing a football player, this or that, in a really nice studio, awesome set. Um, and this week I saw that he talked to Aaron Rodgers and I was just curious because whatever the whatever the title was made me want to see. So I watched it and I realized at the very beginning, it's like, oh, live streaming Monday through Friday, 12 to 3 p.m. It's simulcasted on Sirius FM or XM or whatever. Um, it is a full studio with multiple sets of different people. He has remote guests, all this stuff. And I, I'm just seeing this everywhere and really realizing like he's one of the few that I think are doing that specifically. Cause then the video's out forever and they chop it up for little short YouTube videos and stuff. Um, Shims simulcasts to YouTube does the same thing. I think this is where things are going. And uh, what was it two three weeks ago i had mentioned to you two bears one cave which is burt kreischer and tom segura's <laughs> podcast yeah. they did a live event that i think i think that that was a better show more entertaining than 90 percent of what's out there that's produced like highly produced and months or years are spent on it it was so much fun and it also ties into knowing the person like we love burt we love Tom. So we're already bought in. So we love it even more because their style is what we love. But I can't help but think that's like the future and that's where things are going. I mean, look, it's a, an amazing time to be good at this skill. 
to mm-hmm. be able to speak and do it often and do it alone and with other people and for hours at a time and to not hate it. Right. To, Cause to do that five days a week, I mean, it's no joke to, even if it's only oh, yeah. three days, three hours a day, it's a, it's a commitment and a half, right. It's hard to do. And then, I mean, to be even remotely entertaining is very challenging. Goodness. Uh-huh. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, it's a huge skill. And so anybody who's got that, more power to them. They're going to be crushing it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad For you're sure. jumping in. I have a lot more resistance. I don't, you know, well, to, yeah. to it. It's, uh, you know, I'm, but I'm glad you're digging in and kind of dragging me into it a little bit and help me. <laughs> um, yeah. Cause I would just be in the woods. <laughs> I'd be in the yeah. woods alone for the rest of my life. So yeah. yeah but glad. I mean, that's the thing doing this too. You're still, you still can. Yeah, like, indeed. Take your truck, go wherever, and as long as you have the mic and an internet connection, we're gonna yep. be able to do this. So, oh yeah. I like, I, I know we've talked about it a bunch for years, but I think media, like actual content production, is gonna be a, a key part of what we're doing moving forward. And yeah, I mean, even so far, just starting the podcast, starting now, the main, the main show on this podcast feed. Um, that was a big undertaking, <laughs> like not that it was difficult, but it's so outside of what we do, what I do, yeah. like being sort of in front of the camera in front of the mic. And honestly, I mean, I've, what, there's like 15 episodes now. So about 13 hours of content I've probably spoken on there about 20, 30 minutes total, because like, I'm there to facilitate the guest talking. Sure. But then I'm like. I'm not getting better at talking. I'm not improving. Like, I think I'm okay at an, as an interviewer, mm-hmm. but I think the two of us talking can help open that up so I can get better as being sort of one of the people who are providing the, the insight and the content. Yeah, well, I'm down 100% because it's something I would like to get better at too. This is very <clears throat> difficult. It's awkward for me. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I don't yeah. even like uh, we haven't even posted on social media in years yeah so. I know <laughs> yeah I've been trying to do stuff like from my personal account yeah, just, yeah it's just funny like in that's I mean there's a million topics to talk about but not to dive into every single thing that comes up but we are a little different than most I think when it comes to social in that a lot of people have to I know you've deleted apps off your phone and stuff but I don't think, at least I don't personally have that drive to go to social like ever. And Mm -hmm. so to even consider posting to it is so many steps away from where I am that it's, it's hard for me. It's, it's a challenge to get there mentally um, because I'm not even consuming on there really at all. And that's the difference. I think, uh, you know, I'm definitely, I can fall into the consumer, like hyper consumer of, that stuff so mm-hmm. and i know that about myself you know so yeah. mm. <laughs> i did in fact delete everything recently again mm-hmm. i do it every yeah a few months will go by i'll be like all right let me put these back on and and then a few weeks later i'm like delete 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 i just find <laughs> they they start to absorb my time too much so yeah that's something else to get good at right uh managing that um, mm-hmm. You don't seem to have that instinct in the same way I do. So, yeah, and I don't know what what that's about because <laughs> like, I know people like really struggle with it. 
for sure. Tick, TikTok's got my number all day. So it that is, is something. brutal. Yeah. 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 If I start going through those, that is the only platform that I've really spent like a fair amount of time on. Like recent, that's recent what, memory. Me too. That's the most recent one. That's why I kind of, like Facebook. I just, I don't ever open, but TikTok, yeah. they got me. I was like, oh boy, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, though, it's that entertainment. It is totally everyone's, everyone's a media company. Everyone's an entertainer. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't matter what you football players why do we watch football or why do I watch football? Not you, but it's entertainment. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like it doesn't matter that they're good at this sport, but we're entertained by watching them. And that's really all it comes down to at every level right now. And there are so many individuals who are genuinely entertaining, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. That's a wonderful thing, but um, mm-hmm. we're not meant to know 300 entertaining people <laughs> and then to yeah. have them fed uh, to us in 30 second clips i mean it's mm. obvious why you get roped in yeah so. yeah to swing back around a little bit to our uh, our ambition yeah. so i think the key thing for us which maybe this will be a maybe we dive into this deeper on another episode but sure the key thing for us i think really has been diversification and not sticking to that path that that led to burnout with only doing design and development doing one project pitching another client, doing another pro like it was just a never ending treadmill yeah. of client work that we never could build on. We could build on our skills and our skills. <laughs> like you said, we were doing so much that that was our essentially our trial by fire. Like we were turning out sites until that was just second nature to us. But there's gotta be something beyond that, right? I mean, you can't I think just so. sit. Yeah. You can't stay in your lane. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you can, and you can be hugely successful. I I know somebody who has a, you know, $20 million design company, and that's that's what they do. They do design mm-hmm. for the medical industry, right? It's super specific, really good, really high end, and they charge an insane amount of money. So, yeah, yeah you can do that. Though, that, company's, that company's big though, right? It's not oh, just yeah. a couple guys? No, no, no. Yeah. No, not at all. But I'm saying you can absolutely stay in a lane and, and crush it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm just thinking in terms of like really sticking in a lane like that for two, like two people, like a minimalist business, no matter how many people, but thinking like sort of small scale, it, it feels like it's hard to do that. Hard to actually have the motivation to get up in the morning and do it again. That's the thing. That's it yeah. right there. And um I don't want to do the, I don't want to do the same thing every day forever. I don't want to do the mm-hmm. same thing every day for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's so life goes is short and you need to have lots of experiences, I think. And, uh, you know, those guys, they burnt out too, by the way, mm-hmm. you know, the owners of that company, I know they burnt out. So <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. It, I mean, because they, they probably went from being the, uh, the ones doing the work to then managing. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah. And then it's one other task that not one, but many other tasks that you aren't innately skilled at necessarily, or even innately want to do when, totally. like, when you scale up, someone has to do it. You can't just hire everyone to do all the things necessary to build. A business. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah. Even though we tend to do that for some, some of our clients, we, That's we true. do, sort of a soup to nuts kind of everything approach, but 
that also is our lane. Yeah. Like, like I guess, I guess when I said staying in our lane, staying in a very defined design and development lane versus entrepreneurship. Like, I think Correct. our lane is very broad. Yeah. And like you said, you're building out the truck, building out a van. It's going to be some sort of revenue stream for us. Yeah. We just don't know what it is yet. I mean, yep. doing this podcast, I've been doing this since March or April. I don't know. I don't know exactly when, but this isn't the only podcast we have. And we have one that is specifically for a client, like for, we have a, we have another platform with someone. So it's a business relationship. It's called Kidney Stone Diet. We have a percentage of the company and we started the podcast for there using the same template, the same format that I use for the main episodes of this show. And we started it there to help build that platform. And I mean, so far it's, it's doing well. Like we're very happy with what it's doing. We have another just side show that is just for fun on history that we've done a couple episodes on, but who knew that this would actually turn into something revenue generating like some of the people on the show have come in as clients that that was not the plan (laughs) it was just like oh hey we haven't talked in a while let's talk and it's like oh hey i actually have a project do you could you help with it and it's like okay it's but we don't know you don't know until you're doing something i think that's the big thing more it's so much fun like starting is the fun part it's just let's start Mm -hmm. stuff and then see what sticks see what we like uh yeah and if you like it and it's sticking, I mean, it's going to go somewhere, mm-hmm. I, I think, or you're not going to like it. Oh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Kidney Stone Diet podcast has been awesome. It's, uh, um, I would assume, I'm excited about it. I'm not even involved in it that much. <laughs> but it, that's something that makes me excited, something I get to build content around and, you know, mm-hmm. share for the platform. And, um, and who knows where that'll lead but it'll definitely yeah, lead sure. to, to something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, And we have a good number of regular, regular listeners already on there. Sure do. I mean, it's because I can see all the analytics for the audio. We The videos, obviously, on YouTube, so everyone can see view counts. But, I mean, I we haven't had a ton of interaction directly through the podcast one-on-one, like to know who's out there. But I think there's a, there's a good percentage of people who haven't already been a part of that show or that platform another way yeah yeah um also in terms of just we were talking about staying inspired and being inspired right mm-hmm. is that what we were talking about um yeah so, yeah the the ambition keeping the ambition when yeah. it comes to a decade in of i mean five to seven days a week of doing sort of the same thing running the same business yeah say it that way um so it has been huge struggle for us over time uh, at times for sure. Um, the one thing about this whole lifestyle of, you know, entrepreneurship is you are working all the time. And so it's really easy to fall into wake up, work, 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 go to bed. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have to punctuate your life. That's the other thing that's kind of driven me towards trying a new lifestyle. Cause I, when we used to do the big road trips, which I hope we do a lot more of, we both felt super hyper creative the whole time, always writing, oh, yeah. thinking, um, you know, you, you might produce a little less per day cause you're traveling more, but you're more inspired. Your ideas are sharper. You know, you're thinking harder. You have more time to think. And that's one of What's the things. What's interesting about that yeah. though, I think we produced more 
but we did less work. I think that I think there's just the line between those two because we were vlogging, we were right, like we're yeah. actually publishing articles. That's on super these weird trips. for us. Yeah, right. Because yeah. we're not content creators. We're no. we're operators and strategy and figuring out to take something from here to profitable. Right. So that's that comes to me. You know, I remember that ever since we went mm-hmm. on those big trips. I was like, I don't want to forget that. It's really important. Um, that seems like an infinite source of um, excitement and inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a yeah, big part of why I'm, why I'm doing this for sure, because I need more energy for our business. It's very easy to mm-hmm. lose energy. Um, yeah. You know, you're living in an apartment and it's COVID and it, here it's cold. It can get pretty dark in the old brain if you're not careful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I don't, yeah, I, I want to be as highly productive as I can. I'm, you know, we've got another 30 years to be productive here to build mm-hmm. 40, 50, 60, 70. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> right? I mean, we're not well, going to be always, retiring. We're not looking for retirement. Yeah, yeah, that's not the thing that we're looking for. Because even if we did, even if there was like this, okay, flip the switch of retirement starts now mm-hmm. we would still be doing this yeah and i don't mean that like cynically i mean i i don't see stopping it's just what i'm actually spending my days doing that's yeah. what's going to change you got to spend your time in some mm-hmm. way so you can either labor over your craft and make money laboriously <laughs> or you can be <laughs> excited about it but you know you got to figure out how to be excited about it and mm-hmm. for the first Jesus, eight years sitting at the computer every day. I was excited about it. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. It's <clears throat> I think it's sort of that naivete too of being young and <laughs> young and stupid. Like we didn't oh, know great. what we Yeah, we didn't know what we didn't know. And we're trying to figure out how do we make this from day one we made money, like Aspire, but mm-hmm. we weren't we really weren't up to the right level that we wanted to be. I mean we were, we weren't into six figures individually for sure at that point. No, I mean we were barely halfway there. I think yes. in the first couple of years. Yep. But that's part of it. Like part of the excitement in figuring out. Okay, how do I get? How do we collectively get to that next level? What can we do? What can we try? And I actually want to on a different episode. I want to talk about how we approach products and different revenue streams and things because. For sure. I think a lot of people approach them as one and done. So we make this product, it's out there, we pump it as hard as we can, get as many sales, and then it's gone and we start over with something else. Because I, I feel like there's courses, there's ebooks, there's all these things that I've always wondered, like as time goes on, why people don't keep them. Like you write an ebook if it's if if you think it's great. If you did the work to make a great product in 2012, update it, but keep it through 2020, through 2030, if it still if it still applies, of course. Mm-hmm. But that's been our approach. I mean, we've had the true theme. Yeah. We've had that since around 2014, I think. Yeah, that's crazy. And I mean, we've sold thousands of copies of that. And yeah. like, we could just be like, oh, no, it's old. No one wants it anymore. But every month, people buy it it's not it's not like we're selling tons of just that we have other products we have other revenue streams but i think it's important to diversify with a plan for the future for diversify and create something with a long-term potential 
So, Hell yeah. yeah. No, it's critical. And that's what we're doing with the kidney stone diet. It's what we try. I think we build that mm-hmm. into our thinking anyway for anything we do. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the minimalist approach. I mean, we're not a company that'll fold. Like uh, uh, Quibi or whatever just got like yeah. a billion dollars six months ago and they're already shut down. Like They can't continue. I was just going to say, and, that's super exciting. Like how uh-huh. much fun would that be, right? <laughs> to, to like the guy who sold... Um, his icons for the new for the iphone os right oh yeah trav or traff i'm gonna have them on in a couple weeks i think or hopefully yeah because i think that that's super cool so much fun like he just capitalized on something quickly and but Mm -hmm. that's a hard thing to plan for (laughs) oh yeah um so it's i don't know it doesn't seem a very good strategy to me Mm -hmm. yeah he he hadn't done it as a make a ton of money thing but uh, just for anyone listening there's a guy when the new iOS version came out, he made some really clean, simple, minimalist icons because now you can set up your own icons on your home screen on uh, iPhones. So he did this and they took off. I mean, he, I think the last time I looked in a month or less, he made a couple hundred thousand dollars on a small icon set for the phone. But yeah, I hoped I need to reach out to him again and get that scheduled because he was just inundated at the time. I mean, you think about the thousands and thousands of sales that he made in no time. And obviously there's returns, there's chargebacks, there's all the admin that you have to do when you sell a product. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about there. So I'm excited yeah, to talk yeah, to him. That'll but, be fun. But again, like you can't just seek, like you're saying, you can't seek those moments. You can't, you can't, have your business predicated on like newsjacking and trying to follow trends and always, always just trying to get a few bucks. Like you have to, you have to be able to sustain for the long term, And that's something that, that's something that I think we can like genuinely help people with because that's, that's the name of our game here. I mean, just sustainability. Totally. And you know, every once in a while you have that maybe thought where you're like, Hmm, this should be easier. But I don't mm-hmm. think it ever, ever, ever gets easier for anybody. I really yeah. don't. I, I think you talk to anybody at any level, you know, they're you see them from the outside and they're just crushing it. And you're like, oh, they got the secret key there. Mm-hmm. But they don't. They're busting ass and iterating and trying to keep things, you know, juggling everything in the air. That's just the nature of entrepreneurship. And it's something. For sure. So maintaining energy and excitement is has to be a constant and if you need Mm -hmm. to make major changes to keep it up then that's what you got to do if you want to be in this yeah well i think that's probably a good note to go out on so i think this was good well what do we call this still now (laughs) starting before (laughs) no but it's still starting now it's still in the same feed but we'll figure out a name for these uh interstitial episodes we'll still have the full interviews like we've like we've had so far but yeah i think this is good this is nice to chat just think about this what did we just do we did exactly what we talked about in like 2012 13 every Mm -hmm. time we would see each other on a trip we would like we wouldn't see each other for six or eight months we'd talk over text and we'd work together then we'd go to say austin for south by southwest We'd sit down, have barbecue, and talk for an hour, two hours, three hours, just about everything. And afterward, we'd be like, we should have recorded that. Yeah. We could have used it in some way. Yeah. What? It's 2020. <laughs> We're, this is sort of the first real conversation we've had like this. Like, 
like real conversation recorded for public consumption. Mm-hmm. And it just well, that also, this long that also really points to our um, discomfort with the whole thing. Right. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of resistance in both of us for, for this kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Being behind the scenes type of dudes. So, um, but yeah, just again, get after it when you can. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, this yeah, is fun, and, we'll and we get more. yeah, we get to talk once in a while because we don't talk a ton. Yeah, we're, we're, we're yeah it's lot, always but... yeah, we're always typing. That's yeah. pretty much it. But so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll figure out either weekly, every other week, something like that. But this is going to be a consistent, uh, a consistent show showing up in the feed just for the audio listeners only. Excellent. So, yeah. Sweet. Good man. Good hanging out. Up and for sure, I should have queued up the outro. <laughs> but I actually never even, I didn't even know if the software would work. So I'm just giving it, let's see, let's see what I can throw in here. Um, Can't you just hum it? It had like, oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it had random things uh, in here already. So let's see, we can do one of these. <laughs> that would not be the one I'd go for. But I like the hard I stop. Tried any of these? That's how they should all. Yeah, be. I just just cut it. Yeah, <laughs> this software is really slick because um, I can click on them to hit play, but they all have quick keys, huh. so I can just be like, like, oh, that was that was a great joke. <laughs> I can see using but, that yeah. a lot. Yeah, like, <laughs> a nice car this, crash. I like this setup. Uh huh. Oh wait, you mean one of these? <laughs> <laughs> yes i want old school Same. shock jock radio kind of noises that'd be fun seriously like it's in this in doing this as like a radio show like thinking of it as this is just a live a one take i'm gonna cut out this the section that had the noise from yeah. the software so anyone listening right now doesn't even well they'll they'll wonder why it was so abrupt in our conversation and just changed but um you know i'll cut out that section but other than that i think we're pretty good here Right on, man. So yeah. So that'll be it today. We'll, we'll just have to work with. We'll have to figure out how to end things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll definitely have like the outro music next time, but we'll just go out with a downbeat loop, whatever that sounds like. Yeah, not bad. Cool. That fits. All right. Later, man. Then we'll see ya. Yeah, I have it like cranked up, so it's all loud. <laughs> okay. See you next time.